Sith brothers and sisters. Rebel scum on the run, my fellow Star Wars fans. I have missed you guys so, so much. My deepest apologies here. I'm getting some stuff straight in the kitchen. But I did want to jump on for a couple minutes and say hello and let everybody know that I am alive. <laughs> That's the important thing. But it's just this time of year is just literally the worst work schedule for me out of the entire year. And thankfully, we are nearing the end of the holiday season. So, again, my deepest apologies. It was not my intention to take another break from you guys. Because I believe the last time I recorded was sometime around Thanksgiving. And here it is, the week of Christmas. So, we're going to actually change up the format a little bit this week. Not going to do the usual 45-minute, uh, hour, hour-long session like we usually do where we talk about my tattoos and the stuff I've bought and then go into book review. Gonna kind of change direction just a tad because I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about some of the things that I am finally getting to see and experience watching the Clone Wars. Finally, I have managed to get out of the slump that I was having with the TV show. I was somewhere in season four and just kind of let it go a little bit just because I, I, I was really struggling with it. And now that I am somewhere in the middle towards the end of season six, end of season four, it got really good. So we're going to talk about the usual to start off and then just talk about some of my thoughts with Clone Wars with you guys kind of changing it up. We'll resume, probably resume book review after the new year. So definitely sit tight. I have not forgotten you guys. So yours truly has made a couple of purchases since I last saw you guys. Just a couple things, nothing too terribly crazy. I don't think nothing that'll requires me to take out a second loan. Um, let's see here. So I did finally get my hands on the Dark Trooper Funko Pop, which was one of the Mandalorian released ones that I kind of wanted to get. And I know I had gotten Moff Gideon and Dark Trooper was part of one of the newer waves. Every time I turn around, they're releasing new ones. Um, getting a little cramped in here, just a tad, but 
I finally got it. And I got it at Walmart without even looking. So, Dark Trooper Funko Pop number 466. Really awesome addition to my collection. Now I just got to figure out where to put it. Story of my life. Purchase number two. Adding to my wall of Adam Driver or... One of the walls dedicated to Adam Driver. Oh no, sometimes I really wonder. It's a lot in here. Uh, I acquired two uh, artistic pieces from one of my favorite artists, James Hance. He is on Instagram and Twitter under, I think it's Jim Giroux. J-E-R-O-O, I believe. And he is by far one of the best at capturing... At He loves drawing Adam Driver, whether it's his Kylo or uh, the Jacques Legree piece that he just did from The Last Duel. And just the way he captures the emotion or the lack of emotion in the face. Oh, my God. So I got one of these really, and I love it. It's one of where it's like those 1800 pieces where it's got the waistcoat and the necktie. But they took Adam Driver's uh, scarred. Kylo Ren face without the helmet and put it on where it looks like he's from like the 1800s early 1900s uh I love it it's 11 by 14 piece and it is definitely the one thing I felt like my artistic collection of Adam Driver or Kylo was lacking was it's it's perfect so I did get a Last Duel 11 by 17. It's just a close-up of the face. A lot of blacks, grays, white, a little bit of red tinting in the background and in the face just a tad. And it is, folks, Adam Driver is a majestic bastard. Majestic. Which is why I think sometimes I may or may not get along well with other Kylo Ren fans. You know me. I go pretty hard. And so I am all about that Kylo life. That Sith life. You know me. So that kind of takes up a little bit of space on one of the walls that I needed to just needed to put something there. So, that takes care of the art. I did, really excited about, I acquired my third pair of Star Wars Vans Stormtrooper camo. I also posted, uh, I know I posted these on Twitter and Instagram as well for everybody. And it's not your usual camo. I'm not necessarily a big super camo kind of person, but I really loved it. Also had the classic stormtroopers 
throughout the shoe. And it's black and white shoe. Black and white. I don't want to say animal camo. But that's kind of the way I think I'm trying to describe it. And they're awesome. It's now my third pair of Star Wars Vans. My Hoth print and my new Hope ones. Now these make three. Kind of slowly becoming the Thanos of Star Wars Vans. Don't like all of the prints. But this Stormtrooper camo pair that I just bought. And it came with the box. I was like, I offered a little cheaper and was like, could you all keep the box? Because I kind of don't need the box, but I got the box anyway. So, hooray! Really, really, really awesome piece. So, I got a Star Wars scarf from somebody local in town who had posted a bunch on Facebook Marketplace was really neat. Plus they delivered it to me at work because my work schedule is not very forgiving for meeting people up for stuff. So was really awesome, really neat Death Star Empire pattern and it's fleece. So I know that'll keep the Sith warm this holiday season. And then lastly, the other thing that I bought was a, and I think I may have talked about this on the last episode that I recorded because I know I was waiting on it to arrive before Thanksgiving when I talked to you guys about it. A, I guess you could call it a Kylo Ren challenge coin, I think the what the name of it is called. It has uh, presented by Kylo Ren for uh, service or uh, loyalty to the First Order or something like that. It's one of those just really cute, unique knickknacks. It was only 12 bucks and 4 bucks with the shipping. One of my friends had shared it with me because, you know. Not going to turn down a really neat, unique piece like that and kind of went through the ringer on it. I waited until the beginning of freaking December for this fucking thing. And finally, the first week of December, I emailed the girl and I was like, am I, you know, I got the email, sorry, hanging out in the kitchen move this shit over here. Emailed her the first week of December because I purchased it on the 6th or beginning of November. Got an email the 15th saying the item had shipped. End of the first week of December I still hadn't received the coin. Now, I know the post office hasn't been the greatest since the pandemic, but, you know, it shouldn't take that long for me to receive it, especially considering it's domestic. It's not coming international. So, I went ahead and I flagged the purchase in my PayPal. 
and I sent a message to, I sent an email to her shop, and I sent a message to her personal or her page on Instagram. Didn't hear any response for like a week, and it's just the principle behind it. You know, I understand this is not the greatest time of year for people, but the least you could do is if you're going to put an email out there, you know, for people to contact you or stuff like that, you can't tell me that you're not seeing my fucking messages. Um, I know Instagram can be love-hate sometimes, but, I mean, a cut shouldn't take more than a couple days to at least say, hey, I'm backed up in email or whatever other bullshit, you know, just... Just at least that, hey, I see your email or I see your message. I'll get back to you as soon as I can type of bullshit. So it was just one of those situations where I felt backed into a corner. So I flagged the message on my PayPal. I put in a dispute. And to go a step further, just because I totally, you know, I wanted to make an example out of this. I went ahead and I filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau because I'm like, this is bullshit. You know, you put, uh, reading all the reviews that this person had was like, oh, this is great. You know, stuff of people, you know, stuff and things that people had bought. Well, after I bought my coin, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You know, I felt maybe I was being avoided or whatever else. So the second I put in that fucking PayPal dispute, that got her attention because I don't think I ever got a response quick enough and was like, oh, you know, I'm, I, the, I've never had a complaint on me before, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you do now. So it's just the principle behind it. Communication is... One of those foundations and those things that I really, I cannot understate enough. Communication is very important to me. Extremely. Clearly, I don't have a problem communicating. So, you know, when I, when I send, when I send in, and I wasn't rude either in my email to the shop and Instagram message. I wasn't rude at all. I was just simply like, you know, hey... I saw the message where apparently this shipped on the 15th and I still haven't received it. It was like end of the first week of December. It's like well over a month since I purchased it and almost a month since the item was quote unquote shipped. USPS tracking says they're still waiting for you to drop off my items. So what the fuck's going on, you know? And, you know... Neither here nor there, but first things first, you know, she went ahead and we uh, resent out the item. I received the item within a week and the matter was resolved. So, you know, whatever, whatever was going on there, it's just, I, I just, I don't know, but got my challenge coin, talked about my Adam Driver art. My Dark Trooper Pop, my Star Wars Vans. I think that's everything that I've bought. I think. Uh, my Star Wars Scarf. 
Ah, I did have somebody on Twitter trying to talk me into a different pair of shoes, a pair of Adidas. Now, I'm not usually one of those types of people that take an interest where the shoes are completely different. One's light side with Luke from Empire Strikes Back, and then the other one is dark side with Darth Vader on it. The laces are different colors, and it... it but it together they look really neat. I can't describe it. Ordinarily, my yeah, ordinarily I would avoid something like it, but I, I just I thought it was really it was really neat and unique. So just waiting for my size and the right price now that I know exactly what I'm looking for, because I guess originally they were like 150 when they were released through Adidas. So Fingers crossed. Wish me good luck on that. We're going to go ahead and I'm going to take a brief little break and then come back and talk Clone Wars with you guys. Hang tight. Okay. So I had my Clone Wars notes at work, so I'm going to try and recall some of the things that I remember I wanted to talk about with you guys that I thought was really neat. Spanning from the end of season four to where I'm at in season six. Of course, we've got Book of Boba Fett literally less than two weeks away now. Ten days, week and a half. So I definitely felt it was appropriate to just kind of change gears and just talk about what's relevant right now. Been kind of, in a way, haven't still haven't done any reading since I last talked to you guys. So, figured, you know what? Just scrap the reading. For what it's worth, for those of you who are gamers... Kind of playing around with and turned on my Xbox here a little bit ago. Just because I'm going to, at some point this evening, I was going to pick back up with streaming. And watch the last dual Blu-ray, which just came out this week. Yes, Adam Driver made me do that too. The shit we do. Um, Star Wars Squadrons is on sale in the store, 75% off, which wish I paid 75% off when I bought it. Because that game, I did not make it very far in training. I uh, was playing with a friend of mine online that lives about an hour away. And I really struggled with the controls. I don't know. I just, I couldn't, couldn't pick this. I was like, I don't want to work for the Rebellion. Why do these games always fucking force us to do that? (laughs) So, I got a little irritated with not being able to pick my side. I was automatically attacking the Empire. And I was just like, well, I don't want to fucking do that. So, yeah, we, we died very easily. Flying games are a little bit of a struggle with me anyway. I do a little better with driving games. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Games. 
Battlefront's on sale, 80% off. Nice. Mm, of course, a lot of the games I already own. I own the Battlefronts. Uh, Force Unleashed, 75% off. Heard about that game. Lego games, I have quite a few of those. Um, let's see, what one is that? Original Trilogy, Complete Saga, which I have Complete Saga. Finally bought that last year because I've been patiently waiting for the Skywalker Saga to release, which has gotten postponed 50 million times. Literally. Star Wars 3, Republic Commando, 50% off. I have SWOTOR 1. I don't think I downloaded SWOTOR, uh, SWOTOR 2 or Knights of the Republic. KOTOR, sorry. Just because I'm not to that point in my reading. I think. Do, do, do. Uh, not all these are Star Wars games. Yeah, Last Jedi. Or Fallen Jedi, sorry. Yeah, and just kind of... I'm looking at the games here. Skywalker Saga. <laughs> I cannot wait to play that game. I do better with Lego games. I did alright with the Fallen Jedi when I first got it. And then I think my problem is when I'm when I'm doing okay, I'm fine. And then at some point when... Because I first started playing the game on... An ex-boyfriend's console and was doing really good with it. And, of course, what always happens when the relationship ends. I ended up, right before the relationship ended, I ended, ended up getting my own Xbox One uh, S. Got my own Fallen, Jedi, uh, Fallen Order and I had to start from the fucking beginning. And I got pissed off because I'm like, great, you know, I'm obviously not doing too great. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I just games games I really struggle with and I think part of part of the reason also why I struggle with games is none of my immediate circle of friends are into games and I feel like I would have a lot more fun playing this stuff if I was either playing against somebody you know, whether I had somebody here playing with me or playing online where, you know, where you can do that. Because some of these games, you can do that. But, of course, the Lego games, because they're geared towards kids, you can't fucking play those online. So, yeah. Anyways. Enough about games. And also, still trying to finalize my tattoo idea for my birthday, which is in a little under three weeks now, because my birthday's two weeks after Christmas. I keep going back and forth with finally doing Kylo's TIE Silencer, although I haven't found the right idea for it. And then I also really like the... Taking the blade of Ochia Bastoon, piercing uh, F-1287 helmet. 
feel like I'm a little bit more gun-ho about that piece. But considering it's my birthday, I was like, do I really want to get that one? I was like, eh, fuck it. A tattoo's a tattoo. Who cares? So, uh, I just uh, still got a couple weeks to really look for the right idea with the Kylo tie silencer. But I think the thing that frustrates me with that the most is every idea or everything I can think of with when it comes to the ships, it just, I can't help but feel like it looks very cut and paste, which I'm very against that style. I want it to either, I want it to look like it's doing something and not just like, hey, where you slap a sticker on. Just, eh. So, looking like the blade and the F1287 helmet may be the winning piece. But, we'll see. I've still got just a little under three weeks to figure that out before my appointment, which is actually on my 37th birthday. So, Clone Wars. Of course, had to squeak that tattoo part in there, just... Wouldn't feel right without talking about where I'm at with my tattoos. Uh, And also, too, by the way, my regular artist, Ethan, at Lucky 13, it's his birthday weekend. The tattoo artist I'm looking for, blah, blah. Happy birthday. Pew, pew, pew. Ethan, you're awesome. So I think he, think he said he was turning 30 this weekend. So, really amazing. Somebody who's done a lot for me the last couple years. He's done almost all my Star Wars pieces. So, I have to give mad props to him. Absolutely. Um, so, Clone Wars. The first event that really popped out for me towards the end of Season 4 where I finally picked back up and started getting really interesting for me was on Dathomir, it was the, I believe it was Army of the Dead episode. It was towards the end of season four. Asajj Ventress winds up on Dathomir, and of course she's been betrayed and abandoned by Count Dooku. Night Sisters make her one of their own, and of course... Dooku sends Grievous to wipe them all out. Mother Talzin and... I can't remember the name of the elder knight sister that she called upon. Where she went into the tree or the cave. I want to say it was... Was it... It wasn't Kiki. It was... Kuka or something like that. I can't remember. It was a really short name, I believe, that began with a K. And Mother Talzin, of course, goes off and calls upon the Elder. And this Elder Knight Sister, they end up drawing, the, uh, calling upon this power that awakens all of the dead Knight Sisters to help them with this rather large army that's coming. 
a lot of her, if not all of her night sister brethren end up perishing in this big battle. Grievous, for what it's worth, has a really good bout with her, with the Saj Ventress. Saj Ventress barely makes it away from there. Grievous is instructed by Count Dooku to go after Mother Talzin because Mother Talzin is working a little spell on Count Dooku, even though Count Dooku's not even there on Dathomir for the battle. She has like a lock of his hair and is like killing him from afar. It's almost like a uh, voodoo doll type thing. And it's really like the the power of the Night Sisters in the Army of the Dead episode for me really it's just seeing a different side of Asajj Ventress and just her the versatility and the 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 strength and just the the power that the Night Sisters have and Mother Talzin in uh Grievous ends up killing the elder night sister that Mother Talzin called upon, which breaks the spell, kills the army of the dead. Ventress ends up making it away barely with her life, of course, as Count Dooku's weakening. Count Dooku ends up calling Grievous back to pretty much, you know... Come fucking help me out, because mother, this bitch almost tried to kill me. Uh, I, I just, I was really fascinated by just, just the power and the magic that they have, and just the power and magic that Mother Talzin wields in this episode. That was really fucking awesome. Uh, finally got to pick back up with Savajo Press, which I have to say. I don't want to say low-key, but, like, low-key, hardcore, really fan fangirling over Savajo Press. He ends up, Mother Talzin sends him to go find his brother, Maul, and get to fucking see, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little excited and a little loud over this, Spider-Legs Maul, holy fuck. Fucking shit. That was creepy, dude. It reminded me of when I went to go see, I think it was Lord of the Rings with the giant fucking spider, Shelob. Holy shit, dude. Like, it was creepy. But it wasn't on a screen that big. Savage ends up, now, I will admit this, the Jungle Book snake has to fucking go because... I can talk a lot, but that Jungle Book snake was like, it's got to go. Savage ends up finding his brother like broken in the cave. And it's, oh, it's so fucking neat. And then the Mandalorians get their hands on Savage and Maul. No. Scratch that. Take that back. I'm getting ahead of myself. Mother Talzin. 
you know, Savage brings Maul to Mother Talzin. Mother Talzin, this shit looked painful as hell, gives him robot or cybernetic legs. I was pretty fucking cool. It looked like it fucking hurt, no joke. But it was basically like, take two Advil, you know, call me in the morning type of thing. He has the robot legs. Uh, restores his memory, so that way he's not just... You know, bitching about Obi-Wan Kenobi, who tried to fucking kill him. And it's just seeing Maul and Sauvage work together. Oh my god, I am so, I'm so on board for that. I really, I would really fucking love to see Sauvage get more than what... He got in Clone Wars. He is such a unique character. And then later on when he meets his demise. When Count Dooku kills him. No wait. Wait. Palpatine fucking kills him. Palpatine ends up finding Maul with newer newer robot legs. That the Mandalorians gave him on Malachor. Was it Malachor? No. Mandalore. He's affiliated himself as the head of the Black Sun Crime Syndicate. Palpatine comes. He's like, you know what? This this guy's a fucking problem. You know, they're, they're, you know, you sit there and you've made your brother your apprentice, you know, but I'm sorry. There's already me and Dooku. You know, you've got to go. Kills Savage. And just the scene and the emotion between Maul and his brother as his brother's dying. The only other death that made me that upset was when Kylo, a.k.a. Ben, died at the end of Rise of Skywalker. That shit fucking sucked. So when Savage died, I was like, no! (laughs) I just, ugh. I've got a thing for Savajo Press. I just, I love, love his character. I love him working together with his brother. I just, I really, I really wish we got a little bit more time with that. Now, don't get me wrong. Him and his brother teaming up with Clan Vizsla trying to overtake Mandalore and the whole shit was uh, killing Satine. That was some pretty, that was some pretty dark shit. Uh, right in front of Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's just that was such a great scene. Seeing Savage just chuck his double bladed saber down the black sun. Uh, the, you had like the the bosses sitting at the table and just chucked his saber down the table. Like killing everybody at the table. That was really fucking cool. And... Seeing Maul's rise to power with the Black Sun and acquiring the Darksaber. It's just, that shit is so cool. I cannot talk about that enough. Really want to see more of that. I really, I think because of where I'm at with the Clone Wars series now, it really gets me excited to read Dark Disciple. Because I know another one that we get to really see her character evolve through season 5 and season 6 with where I'm at. Seeing her work with Ahsoka and seeing Ahsoka leave the Jedi Order because of the whole 
bullshit that, you know, that she went through and even though they eventually found her innocent of what she did, she's like, you know what, this shit's not for me and fucking left. Uh, but seeing the similarities between what what I know about Ventress and what she's gone through with her character and there just there are a lot of similarities between her character and Ahsoka's and I just I, I thought that was really neat seeing her seeing Ventress and Ahsoka work together a little bit towards the end of season five. Uh, and then of course season five ending with Ahsoka leaving. That was that was that was really interesting. Um another thing I remember uh which I actually had a discussion with somebody about this. Seeing Anakin, I think it was the beginning of season five, where they the Yoda and Mace Windu concocted a plan to fake Obi-Wan Kenobi's death so he could kind of undermine the Separatists working with Hondo Anaka and uh, Dooku and seeing Anakin get really unhinged. I thought that was really neat and it's it's interesting because I know, knowing how upset he got over the Padme thing play out in episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Seeing the emotion that he had when he thought Obi-Wan Kenobi was dead and then... After an episode or two, Yoda and Mace are like, dude, we gotta fucking tell him because now he's going rogue and he's trying to hunt down uh, Obi-Wan's killer. And so Obi-Wan was under disguise as, oh, I forget what the, what his, what the mercenary's name was, but he, uh, he portrayed the guy that quote unquote thought killed him. Just so he could get information. And then once he realizes that Anakin's after him. And then Anakin's like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm sensing something here. So it's just, it's just really fucking good. I'm, I'm disappointed just with my lack of progress initially with the Clone Wars. But because aside from... The Cloak of Deception and Dark Disciple. I've already well cleared my Clone Wars era reading with the comics. It's just the, the show finally, it took a couple seasons for it to get really good. But now that we're in the, the heat of it, of course, beginning of season six, seeing Anakin get all jelly over Padme's former flame Clovis. Ah, uh, it's fucking... Oh, where's Jerry? Where is Jerry Springer in the Star Wars universe when we fucking need him? That shit was great, and just seeing the, of course, one of the episodes that I just finished uh, recently was where Clovis ended up sacrificing himself. Uh, they were dangling off a building, and Anakin, of course, came to rescue Clovis. Uh, or excuse me, rescued Padme because Clovis had taken over the banking clan. 
And, of course, now it looks like he's working for Count Dooku, which Anakin's like, you need to not be trusting of this guy. And just just seeing Anakin become unhinged over Clovis, it's, it's such good shit. So, those were the Clone Wars events that really stuck out for me. The last uh, almost couple weeks where I've been really racking up some viewing time. I'm hoping to, in the next day or two, finish Season 6. So that way I can finally finish Clone Wars. I've got Bad Batch and Rebels, which I need to look up and see where Bad Batch fits in with the timeline with Clone Wars and Rebels. I can't remember... I just, I can't remember if I should watch Bad Batch first and then Rebels or do Rebels and, eh, whatever. I'll fucking figure it out. Got plenty of time, of course. We've got new season Mandalorian coming soon, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's just, I am so excited for where I'm at with that. And I think what I may end up doing, if you all are down, I know I'm by myself and you know I'm not about, you know, I'm I'm no frills, no bullshit. Uh, would not mind reviewing in a couple weeks, even though I'm not a Boba Mark. I'm going to leave that for my friend Alex, Doc, NFO boys, cheap plug, love you guys. I'm not a big Boba Mark, but I would totally be down for adding to after the new year, once we start rolling with Book of Boba Fett, is doing or putting somewhere in my weekly or bi-weekly, however my schedule rolls with this after the new year, putting in there reviews of Book of Boba Fett uh, episodes with you guys. So... Let me know in the comments below, yay, nay. Don't think I'll hear many nays, but I'm all about Star Wars. I'm not about the the drama and the rumors and and just the politics. It's just, just give me Star Wars. So if y'all are down, look for that after the new year. And... As always, I want to take this moment before we close out and just wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays from Korriban. Love you guys. And as always, I'm very grateful and appreciative to have this platform in this time just to talk about our favorite galaxy. It's definitely... I appreciate having the outlet and the platform, and I appreciate those of you who listen to me every episode. Thank you to all of you. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me at Southpaw Sith 
or Holly Garland. You'll find me. My profiles are private, but you can please feel free to add me. And if you do, just send me a message letting me know how or, you know, where you know me from. I've had, and it's one of the reasons why I've had to put my Instagram and Twitter profiles on private because just getting weird random messages from from people or friend requests from people trying to add me, but they're not people I know. And of course, because self-preservation, you know, just with everything going on in life right now and certain people out there loving to stir up drama and just be negative. I just like, you know what? Fuck it. The only people I care about knowing about what I'm doing are my friends and if you're already following me. So always appreciative. Of course, being by yourself this time of year is not the easiest. So please, my door is always open. If you need somebody to talk to, I get it. I'm living it. I understand. So please do not feel like you're by yourself. I appreciate each and every one of you, whether you've got nothing going on in your life or you've got a lot on your plate like me, just know that I am very appreciative and grateful for your support and your friendship. Please enjoy your holiday. And we will definitely, around the new year, catch up again for some Book of Boba Fett and some more. Hopefully by then, I'm hoping to be done with Clone Wars. So love you guys. Take care. And may the Force be with all of you.